0: To the Defiant Ones: A behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greetings and welcome back to the Defiant Ones. My name is Kevin Deers. This is episode four. Of the Defiant Ones podcast. This is a feature of the Patreon. If you're part of the Defiance Patreon, we'd like to thank you so much for supporting an independent wrestling company that is truly DIY and is continuing to try and make content during a time where we can't really safely organize and do what we love. We can't really go to Washington Hall and safely gather. Enchant chant for all of our favorite wrestlers, drink our beer, and, and, and just have a good time. It's, it's an unfortunate time, but we are trying to make some kind of content and keep us busy and keep our minds occupied and try and really just band together and stay connected with this awesome community, this family known as the Defiance. As I record this, it's about to be Thanksgiving week, and I hope that everyone is staying safe, but also having a good week, and whether that means having a meal or or maybe getting a little overtime at work, uh, whatever you may do. For this week, I hope that you're able to stay safe and, and also stay sane. Make sure you check the Defiance Patreon. they are always adding new things, whether it be watch-alongs, or every two weeks, the updated Defiant Ones Patreon podcast. This week, I sat down with Danica Delarouge, an incredibly talented young wrestler Who's been doing her thing for a couple years now and has even wrestled a couple times during this crazy reality we're all living in. Enjoy the podcast, Defiance. And again, we thank you so much. It's episode four of The Defiant Ones here on the Defy Patreon. And I'm talking with right now with Danica Della Rouge. Uh, first off, how are you doing tonight? And also, how's your cat doing? You have an adorable cat behind you. I need to know all the details about your cat. But first off, how are you doing tonight?
0: Um, I'm doing actually pretty good. I got my workout in and towards the end of the night. Um, yeah, my cat is uh, – she's doing pretty well right now. She's happy I'm home. She's usually freaking out running around, but right now she seems to be calm.
1: <laughs> What's your cat's name? Uh, Mika. Mika. Okay. Right on. Hi, Mika. Uh, <laughs> so I guess um, we'll start things off like I have been with the last few interviews um, how have how have the last few months been for you? It's been a, an interesting time. Obviously, no Defy shows. Uh, but I know you've been out there doing a few matches. We'll talk about that. Uh, but how, how have you been the last few months? How have you been able to stay sane and stay safe?
0: Uh, the last couple months have actually been a lot better than, uh, I feel like, the rest of COVID. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, I've been staying sane by working out. Um, and getting my stuff back together Haven't Yeah, I, I, I was taking COVID pretty hard And yeah. like not being able to do things that I had planned um, I felt like I was right at my peak I was getting right up there And then it all just kind of got taken away So it just hit me pretty hard um, But lately, these last couple months I've really gotten my stuff together I've been working out yeah. I've been training And I've been just on it
1: Awesome <laughs> Well, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, all of that—your workouts, your training, and stuff. But there's a couple things I've noticed in—in. In, now, this isn't a video uh, interview for most people, but we are doing this via Zoom because you know, 2020, uh, everything's about <laughs> the Zoom. So, a couple things I've noticed aside from your cat. First off, you have a guitar in the background. Do you play the guitar?
0: Um. Oh, I do have one back there. <laughs> um, I was playing a little bit of it, but not—not. Not. No, okay. I wouldn't really sad I play. <laughs>
1: but also, you have like quite the gaming setup. You got the the gaming uh, head headgear. Uh, you said you have a really cool. Um keyboard and you said you also already have a ps5 would you call yourself a pretty hardcore gamer after a few technical difficulties we are back here uh and we're making it work uh audio might be a little bit different but it's all good again danica delarouge and and what i was saying was i was mentioning uh all the video games in 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 your apartment or wherever you live uh would you call yourself a hardcore gamer um i
0: would i would because once i start playing i just get in the zone of that and i can't focus on anything else okay (laughs) so it's really it's it's a dangerous habit for me i would just blank out on everything else but um i mean the ps5 came out and it has a lot of games that i want to play so now is the better like the perfect time to start
1: (laughs) Uh, what are you what are you playing right
0: now um, right now, I've been playing Assassin's Creed. I already beat uh, Spider-Man. That was a really good game. Pretty quick, um, but it was a lot of fun. And um, I've been playing the, the, the game that comes on it with the little robots. <laughs> that's, that's really interesting. They have a lot of details on all the other systems and uh, all the generations it goes through.
1: So that's pretty awesome. Nice. Are you, uh, are you a Twitch streamer? Have you tried any of that stuff?
0: Um that's actually why I have a headset and I was starting to get all the stuff together. I was thinking of doing that cool right now since you know we're in covid and there's not really much I can really do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely. That that would be very cool. And you like you said you got the setup and um you know, you you definitely have the uh a rad personality and enough character you play a character in wrestling, so I feel like, you know, you got that uh, and whatnot. So um, I encourage you to try that. I, I know, know, know nothing about Twitch, but I know that there are tons of wrestlers these days um, that are doing it and and seem to be getting quite a following. So that's rad. You mentioned uh, there that uh, you work from home. Uh, what's your what's your day? How is your life outside of wrestling? Um, how has that been affected by COVID and everything? So, so you're working from home 100 percent of the time?
0: Yes, I am working from home. Um, I really do enjoy that. I'm I'm really thankful that I have that. I had to push for it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just because they need people in office. But you know, it's it's a matter of safety, and they understood my situation and my sister having a new baby and me wanting to be there for the for her. Yeah. Um. So, I've I've really enjoyed it. I definitely feel like it's a lot uh less pressure yeah. i don't have my bosses sitting right behind me <laughs> yeah um but i really do i i'm really thankful to be working from home and actually still have a job um
1: absolutely cause,
0: you know
1: yeah uh, now I I follow you on social media with uh, Instagram and Facebook. You're very active, but you also uh, one thing I've noticed is that um, you're one of the few defy wrestlers who've uh, wrestled since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, where have you wrestled, um, and what have your experiences been like? Can you kind of describe what it's been like wrestling during this crazy time, during- and uh, you know where where have you where have you been to wrestle? Yeah, it's
0: um, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to take any bookings mm-hmm. just because I, I didn't know how it was going to be. And then um, seeing WWE, how they were, they were still going on and like without a crowd. And it was just,
1: I don't know, it was a little and scary.
0: Um, and then intimidating. And then also the fact that I didn't have anywhere to train because of COVID and they my, my school was looking out for everyone's safety and their own safety. Yeah. So I didn't want to go into anything if I haven't been training um, and just look bad. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you always you have you have a job you want to go prepared. And I didn't think I was prepared. But um, then I started getting my stuff together and I found out about a booking with uh, I think my first one back was with um, oh with my Lucha school those are just one of the funnest shows to do. We just, it's, it's a family events usually, and we just go out there and have fun and just yeah. put on a show. And um, that was definitely fun. I think we had about six people in the crowd. <laughs> um, you definitely get to focus on each and every single individual. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that this shows who can work and who can't really work or without a crowd, really, because yeah. it's a lot. You have nothing really to go off of. Um, so that was my my first one back, which maybe was a month ago. And then um, I had a, another show for lingerie fighting championships. OK. And that one kind of scared me because, you know, the first thing you see is lingerie. <laughs> and I had to do <laughs> my homework on them. But I had some friends in there and that one was actually more of a actual like fighting MMA kind of thing. Um. sometimes they're in a cage or sorry, sometimes they're in a ring. So I kind of didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But that one was. It was overwhelming, but amazing at the same time, it had thousands of people there yeah and going from not being around anybody to a thousand people was just and it was just like wow um i forgot this is the feeling and everyone just kind of just wanted to have fun yeah that was so much fun and it was a lot more aggressive and i really do enjoy uh the more of a aggressive type uh style so that was like such an experience, and they really took care of us, yeah. and um, that definitely got my feet wet back um, and ready to get back in the ring for other shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, and now you're back to training. So, um, if if you don't mind, where where do you train, and and what's the crew? That-
0: um. Well, I uh, that's the kind of difficult part. It's it's more of self training. Oh, cool. like. Yeah, I, I don't really have – because of everyone's safety, we're mm-hmm. not really training with others. So it's that makes just sense. Hey, work on your in-ring cardio if you have a show. Like, they don't want to leave us high and dry. Yeah. Um, but – so I haven't really even been able to see the normal – the more normal people that I usually mm-hmm. would see every day, you know. So it's kind of sad. Yeah. Um. But, I mean – I got to do it. Like I, I feel like everyone else is leaving Washington behind and like, I'm not, I'm not getting left behind.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So you said that you did your workouts for the day and whatnot. And, and, uh, currently right now, as we speak, um, Washington, they just shut down the gyms again. Um, yes. Are you doing home workouts with weights? Are you doing a lot of cardio stuff? What's, what's typically like your, your home workouts look like?
0: Yeah. Um, I was so bummed about that because I had I was going to the gym. It was going on a month. I had just made a month, and then uh, the governor had made that ruling, yeah. and they were going to be shut down. So I was like, okay, well, am I going to stop working out? What's going to happen? Like, is was all this to waste? And I'm like, nope. It's I'm not going to let this go to waste. Yeah. And I ordered um, some dumbbells online that like connect into a bar. It's nice. really unsafe. But you know, it's, it's something and, and it definitely, I feel like it actually makes the workouts harder because it's a lot more precision and you have to be a lot more balanced and use a different type of muscles and, and also your brain. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely break those up. And then I have a friend that I have a buddy, we're actually coworkers, so, um, and we'll, Plan days like okay i need to work out we need to do at least four days um and we just work with each other's schedule nice. and we're like okay is it arm day we're doing this this and this uh i ended up bussing over to her place it was like in it was over by linwood yeah so uh we're both committed and it's really great having someone that's there for you that yeah. is just as committed and you can't bail on them yeah meaning you can't bail on yourself as well mm-hmm. um yeah we, like today was leg day so we did that and then we'll work on abs um and then we'll actually go jogging around the neighborhood for a mile cool and then that's pretty much it
1: <laughs> right on yeah i uh during the first lockdown i feel like we're talking. About, Remember the first lockdown? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, during the first time, I, I bought some dumbbells and I got gouged on those prices, but got them now. So you know, it is what it is. And I got a bench and stuff like that. So I don't know. My neighbor, we have like these small apartments. They're not big, and my neighbor has a full-on squat rack, like huge. Like he does, like yeah, it's pretty dope, but it takes up so much of his living room. <laughs> So I don't know,
0: you
1: know, squat yep, rack and you a TV. Yeah.
0: yep. That's exactly it. I, uh, I live in a one bedroom now. Mm-hmm. I was in a studio, but, um, I basically just do my workouts in the kitchen.
1: Okay. Nice.
0: <laughs> or move my couch back and work out there.
1: Yeah. I'm stoked to be talking to you, but let's get a little bit of the background. Um, first off, uh, where were you born?
0: Um I was born in Orlando, Florida, okay. and I lived there
1: just about until I was 19. Oh wow. What brought you to what brought you to Washington?
0: Um I I probably say my my mom and a uh, closer family. I just there wasn't really many opportunities in Florida. Okay. And I um I didn't really know about wrestling at that time, so I it was just a missed op- opportunity, <laughs> but um, yeah, I ended up moving over here for a better opportunity for uh, better jobs. Yeah, I don't know why Florida didn't want to hire uh, someone straight out of high school that's worked at CC's Pizza, but yeah, I guess in Seattle, yeah, Seattle they have all the opportunities. You just have to take them.
1: Nice. Well, okay, so. Then what got did, so you you said you didn't really know about wrestling? Were you not like really much of a wrestling fan growing up, or
0: no? I I didn't even know what that was. Oh wow! Um, I did wrestling in high school. Oh cool! The, the different type yeah, of yeah, the collegiate style
1: wrestling. Yeah,
0: I did that too. Yeah, that was uh that was actually one of the things that I really loved, and I didn't know that I would love. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I tried just about every sport and either I wasn't good enough or I just wasn't committed or I didn't love it. And that was the one sport that I like, I just really loved and I loved helping other people and like, I actually was pretty good at <laughs> and could get far in. Um, yeah. I didn't, I have never had seen any type of wrestling until I was, I feel like, 17, and I had a boyfriend that was a fan of wrestling. Okay. And that's That was my
1: first introduction to it. What was your first uh, impression? Were you like, what is this?
0: Oh, man, it was just all the no's, all the no's that you don't want to hear yep. <laughs> as a wrestler. I'm just like why are you watching this? This is fake. Yep. And then the, just the disgust in his face was just like. It's still real to me. And he changed it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I feel so bad to this day, but That's I mean, hey. I, it's just fine.
1: <laughs> okay. So what, um, I guess walk me through from finding out about it at 17, coming to Seattle here, coming to Washington. And then what got you involved in becoming a wrestler? And training and and all of that.
0: Yeah, um, I think I was around twenty-one to twenty-two, and I just was kind of just going on about life, like going job from job, Mm -hmm. um, not really finding a stable job, not wanting to go to school. Yeah, Um, it's. I just didn't know what I was going to do, and I'm like, okay, I'm about to be twenty-three. I need to find something either that I love or a career I need to do something. Yeah. So I need to start school or I need to find a dream. And, um, I was thinking, and I'm like, what's like, there's nothing that I really actually liked. Um, I, I was trying to be a cop. I, I had, I've been in the Explorer programs like as a kid, yeah. I, I've done that for about three years I almost went to the military. I'm like, okay, something, something, I don't, something kind of in that direction. Yeah. Not like, I don't want to sit at a desk for the rest of my life. I don't want to serve food. And then I'm like, wait, I liked wrestling. Like, maybe, maybe I can try that. And then I started looking at schools and then I came across Buddy Wayne Academy and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to see if I like it and just see where it goes. And then I just, I fell in love with it. I like, that was, that was it. And I think the day that I realized that this was what I wanted, like as a career was my first, my very first match. That was just kind of me telling myself, if this doesn't go the way I want it to go or the way that I'm hoping, like this isn't for me. Yeah. And, like, I need to find something else. And it ended up being that I found out that this was for me and this is what I wanted.
1: What was your first match, if you don't uh, – if you remember? What was your first match in what year?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I remember it. Um, It was it was in Canada for Invasion Championship Wrestling. Okay. And um, – McFoley was going to be there he had a seminar oh wow and I was so scared I was so scared about my match that I was like I want to do the seminar but I can't because I'm scared like I want to focus and yeah. I can't like if I, I have to like look at him like how am I supposed to do this right yeah and the match yeah and um so I had my first match with uh uh Johnny Flynn oh, and yeah. Kingpin Johnny Flynn of, uh, yeah yes buddy wayne guys and he was just like we had a hundred percent trust with each other and i think that is really where i learned like i really love this and i i love the chemistry i love the story we're telling i love the fans i love i loved it all like i loved every bit of it um yeah and like I always love working Johnny Flynn. <laughs> I always try and work him, <laughs> but yeah, that was my my very first match, and the first time I realized like this is a real dream, and this is something that I want, and I'm going to fight.
1: When did uh, when did you start to first become comfortable and confident in your wrestling skills or yourself as a performer?
0: Um. I think that really really took me a while at Mm -hmm. least that's what it felt like um because only training with the same people or um you know the washington pacific northwest area is only so small there's only like a certain amount of wrestlers oh yeah and and then on top of that there's not many females Mm -hmm. so definitely i was comfortable working with our same guys but then when it would come to a new girl or, or a new person, that's when I would just like start to shut down or get really scared. And people would say, Oh, just have fun. Like I would ask them for advice. Just have fun with it. And I'm just like, how, like how do you have fun when you're like so nervous and scared and like, you want to do everything right. You want to like have the crowd with you. You like, you want that. How are you supposed to have fun? And then like, I don't know. I just uh, like, it was out of nowhere. I just, it just felt different. I still got the butterflies, but it was fun and I could have fun inside the matches. Um, and I think now too, I, it, it definitely is a lot better now and I'm having a lot more fun. I was worried with COVID that I would revert back in at least that sense. But I, I don't really feel like it has. Maybe it's because I haven't had a, too big of a crowd. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, it's, I, I feel like I just, ah, look, I dropped you. I feel like it's definitely gotten a lot better and, uh, relaxed and had, and having fun now.
1: Nice. Well, um, w- why don't you tell me a little bit about, uh, your, your training and, and I guess day one, uh, what, tell me about your first experiences, like, uh, in the in the ring as far as training and day one at Buddy Wayne's, RIP to, to Buddy Wayne.
0: Yeah, um, I remember those days. Uh, I was so – I'm so grateful to have had him specifically train me and, yeah. like, our buddy guys because he goes in, like, in depth about everything and makes sure that we feel safe at every single moment. Um, especially the girls, I feel like he, he definitely made sure that we felt safe. Good. And, um, that's awesome. Yeah, that was, I think that was a big one for me because every time I would go, like I'd have so many butterflies. I would be so anxious. Um, I've just, I wasn't used to putting myself in front of people or like talking to people or like really doing anything anything with people (laughs) aside from like a sport, you know, Mm -hmm. and, but, um, everyone was just so loving. And, um, I remember like taking bumps, like they're so painful Uh, (laughs) or I'm like, I'd see a role. I'm like, I think I could do that. And like, just botch it. Um, (laughs) but it was, it was, I feel like it was really, really hard the first couple months because, you're new and you have to learn everything. Yeah. And a lot of it is repetition over and, and over and over. And if you don't go enough, like you're going to forget, you're, you have to start all over. And at a point, like you're doing the same things and you feel like you're not getting better, but then you would still hear I'm like, Oh, that's great. Like the encouragement would always make it so much easier and so much better and make me feel like, okay. I'm doing something right or like, yeah. okay, I improved just as slightly.
1: <laughs> do you find it kind of strange that oh, there's so many people that move to Orlando to be wrestlers now and you moved away from Orlando to be a wrestler? For sure. I really
0: <laughs> do. It's like, I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like as soon as I, it was, it was the year that I had left was when they had, base their performance center there okay or the NXT one yeah um so i kind of like missed it <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know that i would have gotten the same training that i would have needed that that i needed yeah um over there
1: yeah for sure and and, and you know who, who knows maybe you'll be back someday who knows tell me a little bit about your first defy experience whether it was being a fan, um, being in the crowd, being backstage, or wrestling, what was the first time you um, came into contact with defy uh,
0: my first time. I I was watching. I ended up watching uh, one of the shows. I had told myself I didn't want to see any shows until I was a worker. Okay. Um, because I knew like once I went, I was going to keep going like every weekend or like every t- time they had a show, I was going to make sure I saw it. Yeah. And I got like I buried myself in the industry so i could see everything and the first time i had went there i remember it was not what i expected um just because of what you see on tv and like never really going to a show like that in person it was just there were so many people it was crowded like the the fans interacted with just about every single worker there yeah um you felt all the love and then the workers (laughs) like watching old school and then going into the Indian promotion where they're doing flips and everything and it was just like so much to take in i'm just like whoa how am i gonna get on this (laughs) like so much um i really do like the defy promotion is one of my favorite ones to work for and the crowds especially i just i love going there they are so forgiving um from watching the matches to having my first match, it's like,
1: yeah. it's, I love the crowd. What have been uh, your some of your favorite matches? Uh, a couple of maybe off the top of your head, you know, I'm sure you have a, it's, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot, uh, I will say. <laughs> but uh, what, what have been some of your favorite moments in ring with Defy so far?
0: With Defy, um, I, oh, I really loved or like working uh, Cap Power. Yeah, She is more of the Japanese style, and I love uh, the way she works. Um, I really do like working with her. Uh, I always do feel bad, though, because I feel like all the chances that I have gotten with the bigger wrestlers or the names, I was green. (laughs) So I feel terrible. (laughs) But I really do wish, like, I, I think it it actually is good for me because then the next time I can show them that I approved, like I'm better now. Like, look, I'm better. I'm not at the same level. I'm doing better. Um, And they definitely helped me out with that. And uh, I know I had a really fun time with uh, Allie. That was, that was the most scariest one ever. It was just on the spot. Um, Nicole Matthews wasn't able to, get across the border that right. was really really sad because i was really looking forward to that match because i always love watching her yeah and that one was just uh i Problem felt like too. it was just a dream <laughs> yeah it was a dream and <laughs> that's awesome i just i was there right time right place yeah and i think that that is definitely a sign and i definitely tried to make the best out of that
1: that's great. And now you can see her Wednesday nights on, on AEW and she's killing it. Yes. With, with the, it's all, it's probably cool to watch AEW for you and be like, you know, I shared a ring with that lady. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is like that. It's, it's, I'm so happy and seeing that all the women evolve and move up in the ladder. Cause then I'm like, Oh, I can do that too. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so one thing that, uh, I want to ask you is because, uh, last interview I talked with Cody Chun and he said that he kept wrestling from his parents for so long because he, they didn't like it. They didn't, they thought it was so stupid and they were scared for him and stuff and he kept it as a secret. Um, did your, what do your parents think of wrestling? Or what do your mom and, and, and your parents and your family, what do they think of wrestling and what do they think of you as a wrestler? Mm-hmm
0: um my family is definitely very supportive of me um i've always found something but then i would just get distracted or get bored with it and this is one of those things that i have not gotten tired of and i've stuck with and they've seen that and they've been so supportive they would always go to my first i feel like the first year they went to all of my matches they drove me there they made sure I was safe. They drove me back. If it was across the border, they like, they took care of me and was so, so supportive of it. And they were definitely out there in the crowd cheering for me, recording it, everything. Um, I'm really grateful for that part too.
1: That's great. Um, so I wrote this question and you can interpret it however you want, but, um, I know the Defiance and and the Defy fans specifically are are so passionate about wrestling and and they're also very supportive and it's like a community. What does the Defiance community what does it mean to you?
0: Oh wow. Um the Defiance community is more like a family to me. Yeah. Um they're there when I need them when if I mess something else, like if I've done it plenty of times, (laughs) I have completely fallen or gotten hurt. And instead of getting the, you fucked up chant, like they're actually behind me and they are seeing that I'm doing better. And the next match I have, they're like, wow, like I see your improvement. They tell me the feedback. They don't, they, they know I'm human and that I make mistakes and they're still there for me. So Them having this type of crowd, the defiance is really just like a family to me.
1: That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Um, You know, and and, uh, it's something that I've noticed, and and, and it's cool that you notice uh, too, uh, being a performer. It's something that I notice um, in the crowd is, you know, if someone says something negative or if someone says something you fucked up and it's not in a shameful way but people will be like hey knock that off you know we're it's a positive vibe it's and it's not it's just uh a, a supportive and you know you can boo the bad guys and cheer the good guys or do whatever you want but the negative um bad vibes just aren't there with defy and it's mm-hmm. uh it's a welcome thing yep um so Outside of wrestling, and, and we have mentioned um, you are, like you said, a gamer, but outside of wrestling and video games, uh, what are some other things you li- like to fill your life with? What are some of the other things you love in life?
0: Um, I don't feel like I have anything else. Like, I just love to wrestle. Um, I have been taking the chance to hang or spend time with family. I've, I've kind of gotten away from that, you know, after. 18 you want to move away from your family yeah uh live your own life uh i definitely did do that by moving across and just kind of distancing myself from everything and just trying to get myself together and figure out who i am okay but honestly wrestling is really all i have
1: (laughs) okay well um if if we could uh just play fantasy here If you could wrestle, share the ring with one wrestler, male, female, past, present, any time period, who would you want to wrestle? Who would you want to learn from? Who would you want to, you know, grapple with?
0: Um, I, how many can I name?
1: (laughs) A couple? I don't know. Let's make it a a triple threat match, a three-way dance. You could do as many as...
0: (laughs) Um I I am a really big fan uh of the Japanese style wrestling and wrestlers. Yeah. I loved uh Bull Nakio and Alundra Blaze. Yeah. I loved the matches and their chemistry together. Um I would definitely love to hear some things or ask them questions. Um I wouldn't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, that would definitely be a lot of fun. And uh, Mickey James, I loved her work as well. Yeah. Um, her character, I love how it's different. I, I like that kind of style. Her and AJ Lee, just the kind of crazy type. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, definitely, I think one of the people I do look up to, though, and is China. Yeah. And how she kind of started or was a part of building the female division from, you know, the girlier, like, the less athletic style to, like, her wrestling in the ring with the boys and, like, talk with her, um, if I could uh, speak with her about it and um, how, like, what she was thinking at the time and, like, how much pressure, like, just really everything about it.
1: Yeah, that was the thing is she wasn't just, you know, it, she wasn't um, she was the intercontinental champion, just the the just wrestling against people like Chris Jericho and Jeff Jarrett and stuff. And I remember mm-hmm. as a kid being blown away, she was breaking barriers for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So what are some of uh, what are some of your personal goals as as far as your wrestling career?
0: Um, I think right now my main goal is to work on myself and, um, be ready. Yeah. Like once, I don't know how long COVID is going to be yeah. going on, but I want to physically be ready, mentally be ready in the ring. I want to be ready for Maybe maybe I don't want to wait for COVID. Maybe I want to try and go to Florida and have a tryout. I don't know, but I want to make sure that I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm not wasting time, um, any more time like not doing anything because I see everyone around me moving up, being signed, getting things done, and I'm not going to get left behind. So I just need. I guess that's my goal is to just get to that high point and yeah. then just be
1: undeniable to everyone hell yeah that's awesome uh that's great to and 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 now is the time to work on yourself because we have the time you know so just Mm -hmm. you know kill it work on yourself continue you know your journey and it will all be cheering you on that's awesome we're always so supportive of you um so i have a, a random question so if we could Uh, you know, socially distanced or maybe after COVID say, we're all hanging out the defiance. We're all knocking back a few drinks. We're at a karaoke bar and everyone has to sing one song. What is your karaoke song, Danica?
0: My karaoke song. Oh man. I don't know if they would like it.
1: (laughs) Well, they'll deal Um, with it.
0: Oh no. I guess it depends. I don't know. Because if we're drinking and I'm loosened up, it could really be anything. It could go. It could be from a Disney song because I love Disney. Okay. I don't know if they sing along with me. They might. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't. Hmm. Man, you really are putting me on the spot.
1: Well, what Disney? Okay, <laughs> let's just go with that then. What Disney song would you sing?
0: Goodness. let it go oh no <laughs> no <laughs> um that's really
1: a whole new world
0: no i don't know i kind of do that every day like at work like <laughs> we we've, we've had some uh sing-alongs we just play the radio oh yeah and we just sing we nice. just have those sing-alongs okay. um Man, I don't
1: know if I can answer that. No problem, no problem. I am putting you on the spot, so we'll move on. We'll move on. It's all good. Um, Okay, well, here's one. uh, If you could, um, pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got that scar. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) This is going to be a little
1: hard to show. Uh, It's okay. It's not a video podcast anyways. It's just for the audience.
0: Okay, okay. I'll pick the biggest scar. Um, I, I have, I had ACL replacement, so wow. I have two big scars on my knee. Thankfully I have knee pads, you know, so yeah. that's always covered. <laughs> um, that was, I think that's my only, yeah, that's my only surgery I've ever had in my biggest, like thing that I've been scared about.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, at least for wrestling. Um, and it was like, you know, like everything else, you always get hurt doing something stupid Yeah. Um, or just not even like so dangerous. <laughs> um, I was in seventh grade and I wanted to hang out at my best friend's house. She's still my best friend to this day. Nice. Um, and my for some like, I don't know, every time I go over her house, something happens like some something happens. And my family did not want me to go over this time. And I like begged them and begged them, and they're like, okay, fine. And um, <laughs> we were outside, just like playing around, running around, and we were doing cartwheels. And I guess it had just rained, so the grass was oh, wet. No. And I ended up doing a cartwheel, and her little brother had called me. So at the same time, I'm upside down. I look at him, and then as I land, my leg just slips, and uh, my knee goes. Uh, backwards oh. and, and I hear like a pop and um, oh. I was like oh no, 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 no I'm like my mom, I'm like she's going to be so mad at me, she like she knew something was going to happen, I told her don't worry, it's going to be fine and oh, I remember it my mom fine. came to pick me up yeah, she came to pick me up and I like tried so hard to fake it and within 30 seconds she said, what's wrong with your knee? And I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> um, yeah. That was that was really scary. I had I had an option. Um, I didn't. I could either have the surgery, mm-hmm. ACL replacement, or not have it. Um, it's something you can live without. You just won't. You wouldn't be able to do any jumping, any running, anything like that in the future without this surgery. And at the time, I wanted to be a cop. And yeah. I was going to those the Explorer programs yeah. and um, my mom asked me, she's like, are you, are you going to do something with this? Like, do you want it? Like, you really need to think about this. This is a lot of money. And I'm like, I told her, yes, I do. I do want to do it. Like, I'm going to be doing something active. I'm doing like in the future. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something active. What a
1: blessing. <laughs> Imagine uh-huh. that, trying to be a wrestler without that surgery. No way.
0: Yeah. And and I don't know why she did it, but she ended up getting the best uh, surgeon. It was actually a uh, surgeon for, for the magic team in Florida. Yeah. And they did a wonderful job. Um, they could have taken someone else's ligament. It could be in animals. It could have been from someone elderly could have been from a kid like you just don't know Mm -hmm. or you could take from your own and you just it's just a longer recovery process and i ended up saying i wanted to take it from my own and my knee's been fine ever since Uh, i haven't had any issues with it
1: nice well that's awesome uh that's a gnarly story though to hear i can just picture the pop when you said the word "pop," yeah. I could—that was just such a gnarly visual. So, I'm sure there's wrestlers that have been in that situation and they're wincing right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything you'd like to say to the to the Defiance or any shout-outs, any thank yous, or anything before uh, we end this thing?
0: Um. Well, thank you for you for having me on here. Of course, my pleasure. <laughs> and being you a are. part of this, um, letting me part of be a part of this experience and um it's really good to just honestly just talk to other people that you haven't been (laughs) talking to during covid for sure um i really want to yeah for sure thanks the thank you to the defiance team um i had a house fire recently and everyone really helped me out and, and put me back on my feet because so that awesome. was like one of the hardest things and everyone really helped me out my yeah. family friends people I didn't know everyone messaged me and shared my link and made sure that I was okay and offered me stuff from like their own homes yeah so I really want to thank everyone for being there for me
1: wow um And you're now okay? Like, you have a place to live and everything is fine? It looks like you have a nice spot and everything's figured out, so that's good?
0: Yeah, yeah. The biggest worry was my cat, which was the first thing you brought up. (laughs) Yeah. They they grabbed her and rescued her. And she was fine, and that was my biggest concern.
1: What's her name again? Mika. Mika. I was going to say Kiki, but that's not right. (laughs) Mika.
0: I like it. Because it's like it's like a Pika, like Pikachu, yeah, but with the M. So okay. I just I don't know why I like, it.
1: I like <laughs> it. Right on, Mika. Yes, I'm glad she was saved as well. So how can people follow along with you and and uh, you know stay updated with you? And also, is there any way that we can support you?
0: Um, I guess just be there for me when I come out for my shows or when I have a match. Yeah, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can follow me or they can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm a lot more active on Instagram and Twitter just because Facebook allows you to have a certain amount of friends. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't really help. <laughs> but, yep, uh, by Danica Delarouge. Uh awesome. That's my handle for all of the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
1: And then keep us updated if you uh, make a Twitch account. We'd love to check it out. I will. I definitely will keep you guys updated. Right on. Well, thanks for doing the interview, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.